Hello and welcome to this episode of More Like Him, a podcast about everyday moments with God. Well, it has been a long break over the summer and I feel like so much has happened, but I really miss the chance to have conversations like this right now. My guest today is the wonderful Debbie Noble, who I first met teaching at the same school. She is a fantastically welcoming and warm human. She's super thankful to God in everyday life. She, oh man, she desperately loves the Sydney Swans, like completely devotedly loves them. She loves having a good laugh and playing board games. Debbie is married to James and they have three wonderful children. And Debbie and her family love going on adventures together. They enjoy different music styles. I know your hubby is particularly musical and just loves, you know, sharing different music with your family. And I have to say, all of the Noble family have excellent smiles. (laughs) Welcome to the show today, Debbie. Thanks, Katie. Thanks for having me. It is great to be able to talk to you today, Um, particularly great to be able to hear about how you came to know Jesus. So how did you come to know who Jesus was? Uh, So I have been fortunate to grow up in a Christian family. My parents uh, solo Christians, as were my grandparents on both sides. Yeah, and so I just went to church every Sunday. Um, yeah, it had that that Bible knowledge was the kid who sits at the front of the classroom and puts their hand up knowing each of the answers. Just I had that solid teaching from when I was little. Yeah, and then continued through youth group. And uh, yeah, I think during youth group, like always knew Jesus, always loved Jesus, but then can't remember the exact point but somewhere in high school decided yeah I wanted to be his friend and and wanted to live my life for him and so yeah so did probably multiple times but yeah Yeah. (laughs) very fortunate to have a Christian family around me yeah that's amazing so I think even when people say that they've grown up in a Christian household and um, very much known who Jesus is their whole life there's a thing that they know has to change at some point for it to become their own faith. Mm. Can you remember what that thing was? I think, like, yeah, as I said, multiple times I, I decided to follow Jesus. Each time they did the altar call and I'd be, like, putting up my hand or going out the front trying to say yeah. yes. But then, yeah, I kind of didn't know if it was enough um, and if my actions were enough or yes Mm. so I did that quite a few times and I think it took one time when my pastor Neil just kind of said like you just need to give it over to God and when you have you have and and you don't need to keep on saying yes I choose to follow Jesus in that altar call situation like it's a, a daily choice absolutely but yeah like you don't need to publicly be doing it every day mm. in those settings and yeah so I think it yeah he was very good in the visuals and like put your hands out and just give it over to god what you have and i can't remember exactly when and when that bright light was but um yeah definitely through youth group days is when the choice came and yeah yeah. i mean it's a really it's a massive decision to make and then feeling the confidence that you've done it and you can trust that you have done everything you need to do to be in a relationship with God. That's a big thing to be learning as a young person. Mm, yeah, for sure. So how did that conversation then with Neil change and affect your life as a whole? I think it just kind of gave me a purpose and a confidence in going, okay, like I, I can know that, that God loves me and cares for me no matter what and that I, yeah, 
I can do my best to be living for him and that's what's important and yeah and that like I have this friend there all the time and (laughs) that's pretty cool to have like it just I don't know it was just a I think a freeing thing in knowing that I don't have to to work for it I don't have to yeah I don't have to oh I can't think of the words but yeah like I I can just always go to Jesus and that yeah and that he's my friend no matter what yeah yeah knowing that it's it's done he died once for all and yeah you're you're a part of that once for all yeah yeah it does certainly free you up to no longer feel like you have to be doing all the time and earning and working towards things even though we do know that that relationship we have with Jesus changes us each day. Mm. Which leads me beautifully to the next question. How have you seen God working through your life and impacting you since then? Uh, so through having a relationship with him, I think he's just guided me. There's been lots of moments in my life where I've kind of felt lost and then he's kind of gone no here it is or like I felt like I should be doing this and then I've doubted myself and he's gone here it is like like very clearly to get into teaching like I always wanted to be a teacher growing up and in my HSC like I felt like I didn't do well enough got my result and felt that it wasn't a great result and it was like I remember saying to my parents I'm not going to get into teaching with this mark and then um sure enough the exact mark that I got was the exact mark to get into the uni course that I wanted to get into to become a teacher. And then, yeah, wow. Yeah. And then like the same thing of like, I, once I'd finished uni, I applied for two jobs. One interview was a total disaster and walked away going, great, I'm not going to be a teacher. And then the next one was a Rouse Hill. And then like walked out of that going, oh, that wasn't too bad. And then a couple of days later, I got a phone call saying, yep, okay, you've got the job. And um, yeah, and then meeting all the awesome stuff. Like it's just, just throughout my life, I've had moments like that where I just feel God's guidance and kind of then see his hand over it. And yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it is. It's so cool. And it's, yeah, it's one of those things which you could easily say, oh, it was a lucky situation. But we know it's so much more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How amazing that you can see how God's been preparing you and bringing you to the place where you're serving him in the mm. way he wants you to. Yeah. That's so cool. So what's your greatest joy in being a Christian then? I think the relationships really. The relationships that you get through just knowing other Christians and having that connection without, like one of the girls in my Bible study groups call it a, a Holy Spirit high five. Like you can meet somebody who you haven't explicitly said like, oh, I'm a Christian, but there's just something there. And then as you get talking more, it's, you find out that they're a Christian and yeah, yeah. there's the Holy Spirit high five. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, yeah, I think a big part is the connection with other people. And then also just knowing that, I've always got someone there to lean on, like no matter in the good, in the bad, there's just always someone there. Um, Mm. People will always let you down, but God never will. And Mm. yeah, I think that brings a real joy and a real comfort for me in, yeah, I don't like change, but knowing that God is never going to change. Yeah. Yeah. That brings a real joy and a comfort to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole foundational thread through all of life that just holds everything together. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I can totally relate to that. Yeah, change is hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and you've had a lot lately. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Do you have a favorite verse or a phrase that you lean into a lot? I do. Um, I think one that's been kind of on my mind a lot is Philippians chapter four, verses six and seven, the mm -hmm. don't be anxious about anything, but through everything through prayer and petition, present your request to God and the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guide your minds and your hearts in Christ Jesus. And I just, I love that, that no matter what, particularly in those hard times, I can go and I can just chat. And it's amazing that peace that does come like, Often I need to ask, well, I feel that I need to ask specifically for that peace in those anxious times. But mm. yeah, the peace that comes, I just, I love that it's true. And it reminds me that God answers prayer and God is faithful, which is cool. Yeah. I can see how um, that relates so strongly to that moment where you felt such confidence in your faith in Jesus. And that same phrase of once you give it to God, it's in his hands, you can leave it there. And it's the same with that verse you've just quoted, you know, yeah. like we get the peace because we know God's got it. Mm. It's beautiful. Thanks, Debbie. I like no that. Worries. Yeah. <laughs> if you were going to give a piece of encouragement to someone who doesn't know Jesus and doesn't have a relationship with them right now, mm. what would it be? This one I found tricky to think about. Yeah. Um, I think to just chat with someone, um, yeah, just be open to hearing about people who know about God and open to hearing their journey and hearing their life. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and, and just chat. Like I, I know friends who, who don't know Jesus and have gone through hard times and they'll say like, oh, I'm going to pray for you. And um, I won't necessarily pray with them there and then, but I'll be praying for them in their life and yeah and so often they'll say yes and so maybe it's a chance for them to actually chat with god and that way yeah a human person isn't hearing but god is i don't know like yeah, yeah. just to have a go chat with people and yeah that might lead to chatting with god as well yeah yeah great how would you say that having this relationship with god has helped you to be more like him because that's our <laughs> aim as christians isn't it is to actually be more like him it is. Yeah, I think just to try and think about others, putting others first. At the moment with my kids, I'm really trying to drill in selflessness. And, yeah, I think a lot of the time we try and put ourselves first. But I know that, yeah, I've been trying hard over the past couple of years to pray for others before myself. Yeah, and I think, like, Jesus was all about putting others first and, so, yeah, trying to to follow that in my own life of like, yes, what I have is important, but also what others have is important too. And, yeah, to just try and put them first and let their problems be placed at the older first before mine. And, yeah. Mm, that's definitely a big challenge for all of us because you're, you're right in saying that our natural instinct so often is just to think of ourselves first mm. and take care of ourselves. How have you seen your kids taking that on already? <laughs> so we, it started because they were, uh, the holidays are a long time, especially after having lockdown last yeah. year of a long time together. Yeah. And so 
a lot of fights would tend to start to happen and um, you'd hear me, me, me. And so we started a selfless jar. So each time we, my husband or I see them do something selfless, we will tell them to go and put just a little pom-pom into the jar. And if the pom-pom jar fills up as a family, we get to do something to celebrate. So oh. we're, we're probably three quarters of the way through it um and we started it about two weeks ago so yeah so we are seeing glimpses like it can be like taking somebody else's plate to the table or turning off their light if they're walking past and nobody's in there and yeah so just just trying to encourage them to try and put each other first and not get into an argument about everything but instead be grateful for what others are doing for you <laughs> yeah that's really cool have you seen them notice noticing it as well yeah, my youngest actually did something and then said, do I get to put something into the selfless jar? I'm like, it doesn't work that way, buddy. <laughs> but it's clearly helping him think, oh, what can I do to help put something in the selfless jar? And then maybe that will transform to just what can I do selfless for other people? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you've got to start with understanding what it means to be selfless first. And so he's mm. working on that. Yeah, wow. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, baby steps. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing about how you came to know Jesus and how you've been growing and how he's been using his word, but also life to continue to show you that he is, he is a solid and I want to say unbudgeable, but maybe I want to say permanent, permanent <laughs> part of your life. It is certainly a great comfort to know that each and every day Jesus is there and he doesn't change, even though other people and other things will in our life. So thank you for sharing that with us today, Debbie. No worries. And for everyone who's been listening, thanks for tuning in. I hope you've been encouraged to again hear that wonderful testimony of how God is in a relationship with each of us if we give him the chance to be a part of our lives and that he longs to be in a relationship with us through all seasons and in all places and in all aspects of our life. Hope that that helps you today to have a bit of encouragement and food for thought as you go about your day and as you seek to be more like him. Bye. Bye.